0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to Take 10 for a Torah number 759. I hope you all well are well. Any questions, comments, suggestions, recommendations, or sponsorships, please email me at rabbi Ismach at take 10 for Today, as I have uh, in the past, I'd like to discuss the tension that exists between Nachim and the prayer that we add on Tishbav and the idea that we somehow are not quite there yet, while at the same time, we of course celebrate Yerushalayim in uh, the splendor that we have it now. And this tension of almost being there, but not quite, comes up again and again. And I want to uh, highlight another area where this tension comes up and perhaps, uh, you know, it allows us, assists us in guiding how exactly to navigate the tension. So, we discussed the mitzvah of taking a lulav, all of sukkahs. And we said that really the Torah just says, <speaking in Hebrew> You're supposed to be taking these fruits on the first day, but then the Pasuk tells us, but you're supposed to celebrate at the same time somehow for seven days. So, first day, seven days, which one is it? So, the Gemara explains that really the mitzvah minah Torah is to do it on the first day only and at home. But before God, in the base HaMikdash, you're supposed to do it every single day. So, the Gemara tells us that being the case, but Rishonah Hayalullah of Notelba Migdash Shiva, Yom Echad, back in the day this is the rule. It used to be that in the Mikdash they would take it all Shiva, but at home you would only take it one day. Okay? So now the Gemara then explains what's the reason. What's the reason for all of this? Mishakara Besam Megdash Hiskan Nital Medina Shiva So who was as we mentioned a couple weeks back, he was the man who uh, shepherded the Jewish people and all of Halacha really, all of the Torah out of Temple times into Churban and Diaspora times. So one of the rules that he made is he said that in order to remember that the, uh, the the way it used to be done in Yerushalayim, the way it used to be done in the Mikdash, is so that everybody nowadays should do it just like they did. Okay, so the first rule that he made, we'll get back to another rule, but he said we should all be doing it just like Yerushalayim did, Zechel Mikdash. And again, um, when we talk about what was done in the Besa Mikdash, so uh, Rashi says that it actually is referring to uh, Beirut Shalayim. I'm sorry, um, uh, Rambam, excuse me, not Rashi, Rambam uh, said all of Yerushalayim would be doing it on all seven days, and, uh, and yeah, and so therefore we all do, like Yerushalayim used to do, Zecher Lemikdash, right? So an interesting idea. The Gemara says, why? Min'al on Davdin Lemikdash. How do we know that we have this Zecher Lemikdash? It's interesting we have this notion of Zecher Lemikdash a couple of times. We have it on Pesach as well. Okay, just hold that thought. Amr Rabbi says, Darma Kra ki ale arucha lach Pasuk says, for I will make it's Pasuk in your I will make a cure for you. Makosayach er noom Hashem, and from your wounds I will, hear you, I will heal you. These are the words from Hashem. Why? Why will I make a cure from you? Why will I uh, f- uh, heal you from your wounds? Here's why. ki nidacha karulach for the nations of the world call you discarded tzion he. she is tzion Doresh There is none who seek her. An interesting Pasuk in your Mio, where the Pasuk tells us, you know, they will, you'll need to be healed because the non-Jews, or the nations of the world, will say to you, in regard to Tzion, in regard to Yerushalayim, Tzion he. it's Zion, but doresh resh ein la Nobody cares, nobody seeks her. And the Gemara says, doresh resh ein la Are you telling me that nobody, nobody seeks her? What'd you call me? Michal de bo That teaches us that we need to seek her. We need to have Yerushalayim on our mind. We need to figure out how to integrate the memory of Yerushalayim in everything that we do. And we know that there are some very famous examples of how we do this, well, what do we do? At every wedding, we sing "Imeshkachech." Uh, that's an old minhag of saying, if not singing, "Imeshkachech Yerushalayim Tishkachimini. If I forget you, Yerushalayim, I forget my right hand, I forget my skill, I forget my talent. Uh, you know what? What defines me is gone, and so we sing that. We break a glass, sort of to temper the joy. "Imlo alas Yerushalayim Al Chasi." If I don't if I don't go and put Yerushalayim on the height of my Simcha. So we, we try to integrate the memory of Yerushalayim, and that's to fulfill this Pasuk. We, we don't want the non-Jews to accuse of uh, we forgetting, nobody cares about Jerusalem. God forbid, of course we care about Jerusalem. It's everywhere. We don't celebrate without remembering Imesh And so, to that end, Rabbi Yochamazaka's goal is to make sure that we remember what used to happen in Yerushalayim vis a vis the mitzvah of Lulav Van esrog, which is a very, very nice idea. And that's what the Gemara tells us. Now, the Gemara there also tells us that Rabbi Yochamazaka made another rule. Now, this other rule of Rabbi and Zakkai is that Yom Hanif Kulo Aser. Now, I'll just abridge uh, what this halacha is, but basically the halacha is as follows. We spoke about a few weeks ago the halacha of Chadash and Yashan. You can't eat the fruit, first grains that come out of the ground until the carbon Omer is brought on the second day of Pesach. Okay, second day of Pesach. When would it be brought? So the Gemara tells us it would always be brought by noon, you can assume that by noon, wherever you lived, the carbon would have been brought. Now that the Beis hamigdash is destroyed, so what should be the law? Should it just be the first thing in the morning? Should it be noon? So the Gemara's got a whole calculation, a whole discussion about how this should work, and it basically says, here's the reason Here's the reason that it's forbidden to eat from the new grain all day. All day, not just the morning, not just midday, because meheira yibane Beis hamigdash because the beis Yiddish could be brought, built, excuse me, immediately. And the person's going to remember that last year, last year, if we allow it to be done at the beginning of the day, so the beis is going to be built the next year, and a person's going to say, hey, last year we had it first thing in the, morning, and therefore we should be able to do it again. So the Gemara says, uh, Gemara has a whole discussion, when's the Beis is going to be built that day, how would that affect it, and ultimately, because of the fact, after the, the continuance of the Gemara's discussion, because of the fact the Beis HaMikdash could be built at any time on that second day of Pesach, which would then necessitate you to bring a carbon Omer, therefore we cannot eat from the new grain until that carbon is brought, or until the entire day passes, because of the possibility of the Beis HaMikdash being built. Now that's a beautiful idea, and in one, in one Mishnah, we have the description of these two takanos, these two rules that are made. One, in order to remember what we call Zecher LeMikdash, and one, on the other hand, to remember Yiban Ban LeBis HaMikdash. One talks about how we're worried that you might forget what goes on in Yerushalayim. One of them, to remind us Meheri Yibana Beis Hamikdash, that Yerushalayim could be rebuilt almost immediately. And so here we have this tension, this difficulty, in how are we supposed to comport ourselves. On the one hand, Rabbi Yochanan Mazzaka was saying, we have to prepare for the long haul we have to figure out how to never forget the lessons, the ability that Yerushalayim, Doresh, Yeshla. It has to be that there are people who are pursuing it, who are interested constantly in Yerushalayim, even if it's not here. While at the same time, we have to imagine that it will be here. We sort of hedge both sides of this, assuming it will not be, and so therefore we do not forget what went on. While at the same time, Meheri Yibbana Beis HaMikdash, we assume that it could happen at every moment. And that's the tension that we're in right now. And particularly in our time, where it perhaps is easy not, you know, to celebrate Yom Yerushalayim, and not to be able to lament that anything is missing. We have Cook, the story is told in a bunch of different ways, but of Cook, who has asked the question that we mentioned yesterday, the question of, you know, how could it be that a Jew who lives in Yerushalayim has to say, next to you in Yerushalayim, okay, how, how can you say, Yerushalayim? and we say that, we say that when, we say that in Yom Kippur, at the end of the davening, we stayed on Pesach, and both of those holidays, or both of those significant ritualistic days, were very steeped in the Beis Hamigdash. Of course, the carbon Pesach defined Pesach, and of course the Avodah, the service in the Beis Hamigdash, uh, was really the hallmark of that day. And so it's not surprising that on each of those two days, we have to figure out a way to... Um, remember, or we we, we can't help ourselves, but saying, because we want that back. And so he was asked that question, and so his first answer was, he said, well, no, that's why nowadays we say, uh, that we want to rebuild Jerusalem, we want a fully restored Jerusalem, in all its glory, in all its leadership, with all of its trappings, with the Beis HaMikdash, etc., as I mentioned yesterday. But he also said, and uh, Rav Cook answered to this person and asked the question. He said, "When we say Leshana Hababi Yerushalayim, we are praying that all of our being, both in body and in spirit, should be in Yerushalayim. We don't want a hedge. We want it to absolutely and entirely and totally." be an unadulterated experience in Yerushalayim, feeling Yerushalayim, breathing Yerushalayim, so that we understand. I mentioned the story, but the story goes that uh, Ari Levine visited some, some prisoners, and uh, he discussed the second day of Pesach, how was your Seder, and they said that the worst part of the Seder is that we couldn't open the door for Elio Elio who's going to take us back to Yerushalayim and rebuild and everything and do exactly what he has to do, and uh, of course they couldn't open the door because they were in jail. So Rabbi Levine said, Atem choshvim ba... Derech do you think that Elio comes through the door? Elio BaDerech HaLeib, he comes through the heart, he comes through understanding these ideas, lamenting what we are supposed to lament, and celebrating what we need to celebrate. Have a great day, everybody.